Diving Pod. I'm Emma Goldstrand, Swedish and also Miami Hurricane Diver and Olympian. <laughs> and I'm Heath Calhoun. Hi, buddy. Hello. Oh, you're up, Aaron. Can you hear me? Yep. Oh, oh he... maybe my audio didn't work. Well, I'm Aaron Rooney. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Sideline Scout, uh, video replay, most important tool in diving that we have. And Sideline Scout has perfected that. So make sure you get to sidelinescout.com. Check out their poolside live package as well as their box package. Heath has that upgraded system and he's able to do a whole lot more in terms of tagging and kind of tracking the data behind diving and who's diving and, you know, their consistency. And so when it gets to meets, you know, you kind of know exactly what you're going to get. Um, but like I said, sidelinescout.com, go see what they have to offer. Awesome. So we'll jump right in here, Emma, and uh, just kind of take us through your journey and how you got started in the sport of diving and where you are now. And um, kind of along the way, if you can touch on the recruiting process, that's a big piece that our listeners keep asking to hear about. Yeah. So um, the short answer to why I started diving was that um, swimming was too boring. <laughs> um, no, no offense to all the swimmers, but I could never do that. <laughs> Um, so I started diving when I was about um, seven years old, and I just stuck to that. Um, I was not a very special, I was not a good diver um, <laughs> at all. Um, people didn't think that I was the one to like make it to the top. Um, so um, when I was about 13, we got uh, a, new, a new coach, um, Brian Bungham, actually from the States. Um, so he took me on the wrist wing and then I go with him um, all the way until I started college. Um, so he's the one that uh, got me thinking about um, going to college and what to do like after I graduate from high school. Um, so, and he has a lot of contacts over here. So we went for like uh, world, world championships or I remember went to a Grand Prix meet in Mission Vejo um, he introduced me to a lot of coaches. Um, so that's how I met um, Randy, actually, for the first time. I met him in Mission Viejo. Um, and I introduced myself. Um, and he was like, oh, hi, I'm Randy Abelman. And I told him, hey, yeah, I've heard stories about you. And he kind of freaked out for a minute. <laughs> and then I was like, I, just, I don't remember anything. Um, <laughs> and then um, when I graduated high school, like COVID hit. So everything kind of um yeah I got to a stop as you guys know um I was lucky enough to continue diving um because Sweden didn't really shut down um but it was only me that was allowed to continue diving so it was really um like one-on-one -on -one practices which got like not boring but you need people around <laughs> for that yeah um and then when I started lifting again I was just like I need to get over there as soon as possible otherwise I'm gonna miss my chance mm -hmm. And out of just like nowhere, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna email Randy Abelman. It's the first name to pop up in my head. Um, so I sent over an email and about a week later, um, I was in the car. Um, I was actually on my way to something actually had happened. So I was, it was late at night and I was in the car and I just got an email. I was like, who's emailing me this late? And it was Randy and he was like, um, I got, I got the things ready. Let's start this process. And I was like, Oh, holy shit. That was fast. Okay. <laughs> um, so that kind of went on from there. Um, I did everything that I need to do very fast and I was uh, ready to come over, um, to Miami 
as soon as classes started in January. Um, I just, I had a little issue with my, with my visa. <laughs> so because of COVID, um, the American embassy in Sweden was closed. And then when it opened, it got closed because of renovations. <laughs> so I started calling all American embassies around in, in Europe to just like, can I go somewhere else? And I hate speaking on the phone. Like I hate calling up people. So I had to call, I call like 10 different um, embassies, just like sweating, like panicking um, and just try to like find a, a, like something that worked. And I was just like, I, I can't, you know? Um, so I kind of accepted that I would start in, um, well, in the fall instead. Uh, but then out of nowhere, I got an email from the embassy saying like, oh, hey, like we can see you next week. So I pick up the phone, I call Rain, I'm like, I got a t I got like a, a time to go to embassy. Can I still come? And it was like, yes, we haven't taken you off any classes or anything. This is two weeks in the semester. Um, I go over, I get my visa and I get my visa the next, or oh, the same week actually. And then I left that weekend. Um, <laughs> so when I come over here, um, the guys are away at ACCs. So I just get here when they're away um, everyone is away except Dario DeFalci, our um, mm -hmm. assistant coach. He comes and picks me up at the airport, and I'm so nervous. <laughs> he just comes, picks me up, drives me to campus, and then he calls Randy. He's like, I got the package. <laughs> <laughs> Randy goes, how's she doing? And he's like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm scared. And he's, like, he's like, she's really scared. And then I hear Randy. He's like, oh, no, don't be scared. And I was like, okay, shit, okay. Keep calm, keep calm. Um, so I kind of got in there really quickly. Um, I met the team very quickly. I met them at COVID testing when they landed in the morning after ACCs. I just said like a, a quick hi. And then I went out to Randy and tried to fix everything that I need to fix. Um, and then I had a uh, meet the following weekend to try to, to qualify for NCAAs. Um, and then the week after that was NCAAs. So that was my, that was my freshman year. <laughs> That's insane. Um, just for our listeners. So I went through the process of recruiting an international diver this, this uh, last year. And that process took all year. So just for our listeners to understand how ridiculously insane that is that you got that process done in like a week. Like once you got the call, you got the whole process done in like a week. That is like utterly just mind blowing to me. Um, so, so was it always just Miami for you? Like it was Miami, like that was the coach you wanted to die for. That's where you wanted to be. Um, no, I had a few places that I thought about. Um, and my first place that I thought about was actually Indiana. Mm -hmm. Um, mainly because Brian went to school there and he mm -hmm. told me about how amazing his experience was there. Mm -hmm. Um, I know we went there for a training camp and I saw like everything around. Um, the other place I was thinking about was Texas. And we went there for training camp too. So I was like looking around and stuff. Um, I, I don't really know why I chose to email Randy. Um, I just had a feeling that that would be the best place for me. Like there's a small team and everyone just like seemed so close. So, and I really liked him and I met Dario too. So I was just like, I met everyone. I, I just feel safe there. So yeah. Wonderful. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so Miami has a ton of just absolutely elite divers. You know, we know your roommate, Mia, 
and Zach Cooper and all the just up and coming people as well. What's it like to have that kind of team atmosphere every day in practice? I got to believe you guys just push each other. What's that like? It's, um, it's just amazing. Like I grew up diving. We were like four girls um, diving that follow each other. And then one after one just dropped off until I was <laughs> the last one standing. And then the last couple of years, it's just been, well, I've been the oldest one. So I kind of, through those years, I learned to push myself. And when I came over here, I just like saw how everyone else are like, they're so like focused on what they want, their goals and everything. I was just like, who are these people? Like, it blew my mind. And I'm, I'm so happy that I'm, I can be here and I can train with them because it's, it makes practice so much easier when you have fun and you go towards the same goal. Yeah. Yeah. That that's, it's, that's always been the thing that sticks out to us every time, you know, whether we talk to Mia or we've or been to a practice or anything like that, but I guess taking us back to, to Sweden, what is the format of diving like there? Like, is it set up similar or different than how us runs their programs? Like what was that like the structure and how you worked your way through that program to become an Olympian? Um, well, I think the biggest difference, um, well, now I'm in college, so it's a huge difference. <laughs> right. Right. Like we compete more and it's just like, I could never have done this back home in Sweden. Um, so I'm so grateful to come over here. Um, but we, I think the similarity similarities is just like we train a lot, like we train the same. We try to like stay on track and do what um, others has shown like that works. Um, what I still has little issues with is the dry board <laughs> here at Miami because we didn't have a dry board. We got a dry board dry board. Um, I think the last year before I left. Um, but it was in a, like a different facility and we only used it Mondays, so, like sometimes. So That's I'm crazy. still, I know. So I'm still like, <laughs> I really don't want to touch the dry board. <laughs> it, it's, it's sorry to interrupt, but it's bizarre to sit here and think you are doing the skills you're doing and you've had limited experience on like, uh, like you basically just been doing it in the water. Correct. Yeah, yeah, on the trampoline, a lot of spotting. That's crazy. That's all. That's so fast. Oh my goodness! Once you get on the (laughs) dry board more with them. Yeah. No. (laughs) So before, um, before Brian came and coached at our team back home in Sweden, uh, we had a few mats and a trampoline. That was it. And like we have, well, we have we have good diving boards and we have a tower, but like land if you talk just like about um warming up and stuff that was all we had uh and then brian comes along he moves the trampoline and he put up a little like um he put up um like bars so we can do pike ups he put up Mm -hmm. a little like a stand so we can do flips um and just like try to like do something better he put up tv so we can watch like, like us like dive and stuff um and it just became um so much more um so I'm from having like nearly nothing to having something. It's a lot. And then coming here to have, well, almost everything. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely. just like, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Really cool. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, my next one here is I like to ask um, what the mindset is during a big competition. 
So what does that look like for you? Um, do you like to wa watch the scoreboard or not? What's your routine between dives? Kind of take us in the, in the mind of Emma when you're in a competition. I don't think you want to be in that mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, um, I've, been, I've been all over the place. I've been watching my scores. I have not been watching the scores. I've been calm. I've been stressed. I've been all over the freaking place. Um, <laughs> But what I usually do is that I wake up in the morning and I just like, okay, it's competition time, go to the pool, like just wake up, like do one of each and just like get your body moving. Um, when there's bigger meets, I like to be like at Worlds when there's like 30 to like 35 people on one board. <laughs> I like going there as early as I can and be the first one in the water. Like I remember worlds in um, South Korea. I was in the water at 6.30 doing my three meter dives. Um, so I like that just coming up and then maybe like after I'd like do a little nap and then come back and do something else. But um, yeah, lately I haven't really watched the scores um, because I feel like it's been too much pressure um, that I put on myself. Um, and I think back to actually Europeans a couple of months ago um mm -hmm. on uh one meter um so during the prelims i was just like okay i just need to get through pre prelims because i'm gonna be in the final like that's what i tried to think and then small thoughts came in my head is like you can't think like that like you have to be like calm down like you can't take that for granted and stuff and i was just like today i'm gonna take that for granted just like push those like small thoughts away um and I missed my back one and a half and I was like, oh shit, okay, it's not, it's not over, it's not over. Um, and I made it to the finals. And I remember um, it was kind of quick because, because the swimming was still going on. So we had prelims, 45 minutes and then final. And I was just like, good, I've been training for this. Like it's college, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah um, exactly. <laughs> so I go in there and I was like, I just need like, a good start I need to get my back together and stuff and I remember I got my inward and I got my back and I was sitting behind like 10 meters away behind like a little thing um and my heart was pounding so fast and I was so nervous and the coach I was having Chris Rye he was sitting there um and I put my like I've I've, I've learned to breathe so I can like calm down um and I put my hand on my heart because if you like you feel secure when you do that so I was just sitting there and he comes over and he's like are you all right <laughs> and I'm like no I'm freaking out like I'm so stressed <laughs> and he's like okay okay just like calm down um is this like good stress or like bad stress I'm like I think I'm just like on the edge mm -hmm. so that was pretty good and then I had Gainer coming up and I was really nervous because I missed it at like big competitions before, like a lot. Um, and I knew that if I did that dive, it would um, almost secure a medal. So I was just like, okay, I'm very stressed, you know. Um, but I remember when I w walked up on the board, um, I remember I did one before the competition started. Um, they let us go on the board and I was like, okay, I want to do one jump, one gainer double, one gainer two and a half, and maybe like, a front two and a half pike because that's usually what I do before like a final and I get on the board and they just like blast dive and I'm just like um now what 
<laughs> so I, 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 I'm looking over at um, Chris and I'm like, just like, I'm just going to chuck a gain of two and a half cold. Like, I just want to do this dive. And I chuck it and it's like almost the best one I've done like all week. Nice. And I, and I come up and the whole like, because everyone is like watching now because it's going to start. So the whole stand just starts cheering. And I was like, okay, this is a good start. <laughs> so I nailed that one. And then I was like, still shaking. Um, but I tried to, uh, or like, I tried to breathe and I, I could actually like calm myself down. Um, so I think for me, being stressed is something that I struggle with. Um, so just like trying to keep calm is the one I try to do during competitions. Sure. And what does that breathing look like? Is it just deep breaths? Is it focusing on your breath? It's um, so you breathe in for three seconds and then you hold it and then you let go for three seconds and then you hold it and then you keep going. So you breathe like into a square. Yeah. Um, so that works really well for me. Awesome. That's great. Um, you know, you kind of segued us perfectly into some of these larger dives that, I mean, to be quite honest, women like yourself, Mia, like you guys are changing women's diving. And I, and like, it's pretty awesome to see as, as someone sitting outside and watching as a fan, you know, you do some pretty incredible dives on one meter and on three meter. Um, we listed one, just double out, um, being one of them you know, what was the process like for you? And I'm super curious for you because you didn't have a ton of that other equipment like dry board, you had a trampoline and you had water. Um, what was that process like leading into those larger dives and then the process for deciding to keep working on bigger dives? Um, well, so the double out is kind of actually very interesting. <laughs> so I learned a full out without doing a lead up. Wow. <laughs> what so i we did we did a lot <laughs> we did a lot of uh, belt work on the trampoline uh -huh. and i did uh double full uh in the belts um for about half a year a year and then one morning i just remember brian saying okay let's go up and do it and so i went up and did it and then after that so i i learned to lead up after i learned to dive <laughs> <laughs> Because I had to learn the lead up to do the to do, do, do the double twist. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, in the end of 2020, in like mm -hmm. October, November, um, we done the lead up um, towards the end of that year for the double out. And I remember I've done it once on three meter like the year before, um, but it wasn't very good. <laughs> uh, barely made it around. Um, <laughs> But during the end of 2020, I had, my knee was hurting so bad. I couldn't do a hurdle. Um, and it was so bad at some, some days I couldn't, I couldn't jump on it. I like, I couldn't, I couldn't really walk. Um, so from October, I stopped doing hurdles and everything I did was bouncing. Um, and then when I found out that I, I was accepted to Miami and I was gonna go over there, uh, Brian comes up to me. He's like, you know, there's six dives in college, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah. He was like, what dive do you, are you thinking of doing? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like a front two and a half. And I just looked at him and I was like, I will never, ever compete with a front two and a half pike <laughs> over my dead body. <laughs> like that was it. 
And he was like, well, the only thing you can do is the double on. And I was like, well, yeah, I guess we have to do it then. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I started doing the bouncing um, double twisters because I couldn't do a hurdle. And I remember right before, like the week before I left for um, Miami, I did one or two with a hurdle and then I left. Um, and then I used it in the competition for the first time the week after. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's the story behind that one. So I had a I had a quick follow up. Um, you mentioned the difference ever so briefly about doing six dives in college. What do you prefer? Because I would love personally to see the ladies on the international stage do six dives just like the men. Um, but I've never actually asked what What do you want to do? I love the six dives ones. I I really enjoy it because you have the five groups. And that's it, you know. I feel like with the six star, you have you have you have more of your own. Like, what do I want to do? Um, like, you have that choice. And then it's really nice to have the six dive and then come back to Europe and compete for Sweden. You have five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I always so- I always try to work it backwards with some of my athletes. You know, if <laughs> if their front hurdle is better than their their back approach, it's like okay, well, we should do you know, our sixth dive should be forward, whether it's reverse or front or front twisting, reverse twisting, whatever that might be. So it is fun to, to kind of play with that personal style and what you excel at to just do another great dive. Yeah. Like without the sixth dive, I wouldn't probably not have, um, made, I have probably wouldn't have done my double out, um, at that time. And, I would probably not have been ready to use it at um, well here, here and then at Europeans um, twenty twenty one. Like I I got bronze and it's thanks to that dive. Um, and I was also the first um, European to compete with the double uh, at Europeans. So I mean, without me going to college and for, to have like the six dive pushing me to do this dive, I probably would have um, done it later on. <laughs> So, so, um, I feel like we have to ask you this because we did ask Mia this, um, you know, I see you two just insane women doing reverse two and a half on one meter better than most guys do. So are you both playing around with this idea of reverse three and a half on three meter? And what is that like going through your head? Um, I'm actually very excited for this dive. (laughs) (laughs) I, (laughs) I've done the dive in the water belts twice <laughs> first time i landed flat on my stomach you went I, long I you went long I went, no no no. i just like I, I went up and then i was in the water belt and then i did so I, back, back then i just thought and my kick out sucks <laughs> so i kicked literally straight up and i just went on my stomach and Way my long. my head didn't really go under the water like that's how <laughs> flat i landed um and i just come this is indiana on our little training camp um and i just come up and i, I remember brian was there hobie was there oh my gosh um and I, they just look at me and they were like do you want to do another one and i just felt the pressure <laughs> and i was like yeah. No. <laughs> in your head you're like no no <laughs> but so i can't say that again. yeah i went up there again and like th- it wasn't the prettiest one but i did it um nice. so just like to have the feeling of like how it feels like um i do a lot of triples mm-hmm. um i started doing triples 
Um, and I really, I really enjoyed that um, lead up because it's like you spend so much and I really <laughs> like the feeling of that. Yeah. That's awesome. That's incredible. That's, that's really cool. So I have a non-diving related question here. Um, as far as Sweden goes, I don't know much about Sweden, but I do know they have an amazing women's curling team. And I'm a big <laughs> curler from Minnesota because it's always cold here. So even if it's not curling, my question is, what do you like to do outside of the pool? Um, I really enjoy hanging out with my friends. Um, that was the, the big thing I did when I was back home. Um, even though like I had a lot of things to do with practice and stuff and they had um, school, we still made um, time for each other, like maybe Friday night, like had a little like game night. We played Uno a lot uh, with <laughs> points. It's not really a friendly game for us, but it's a lot of fun. Um, and back, like when I'm here, I'm just, it's, I know Mia mentioned it too. Like, it's a lot to be a, a student athlete. Like it's a, it's a lot of pressure on um, like studying and, and, doing everything you need to do with, with like rehab practice weights um so you're kind of beat during the end of the week you're like done <laughs> um but I really love hanging around um uh, with with my friends here like Mia and Mia are like we're tight so it's really nice to have them we went out for dinner last night me Mia and Farouk um and it was really nice to just like hang out and do other stuff um I really would like to say that I've enjoy reading but like I said before I'm, I'm a stressed person <laughs> so uh, I can't really um enjoy reading because I'm just I'm, t I'm too stressed um when I have school and everything else so I watch a lot of series um and another like thing I watch over and over again especially like during competitions because it it calms me down is I watch friends a lot <laughs> yeah I think I think I know the whole friends um <laughs> all the lines everything um but it calms me down so whatever works yeah so, so what is your major at school uh it's sports administration um nice. and i think i mainly chose that because i don't see myself leaving the sport <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome um <laughs> you know so looking forward now what is kind of what do your goals look like over the next one, two, three, four years, you know, with NCAAs, with the next Olympics, what do your goals look like in the future here? Um, well, of course I have like goals for the future, but I think just for now, I'm actually still on vacation ish. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't really, I got into the pool yet. Um, but for now I'm just like, I don't want to look further forward than this semester because I'm, I'm, I'm just so tired. Like it's been a long, long year, very long year. Um, yeah. So I'm just excited to start this semester and work on strength, um, other stuff that we've been working on, like diving wise, small details and stuff. And I'm looking forward to uh, US nationals in the end of this uh, year. Uh, so will you be going to uh, winter nationals in West Virginia? That's the plan right now. <laughs> I will be there. So I will get to meet yes. you in person. Yes. That's awesome. So I keep trying to convince Aaron, Aaron, you have a free place to stay at my house. Um, I, I wish I could, man. I, the, the, the schedule is too slammed in the winter with my boys season and trying to hold on a full-time job as well that I neglect 
more than I should. But and with uh, the curling, and the, see, and the curling, yes, life it. is just crazy in the winter. But we have to do that in Minnesota because it's so dreadful that if you just pack your calendar, it goes by really quick. So, uh, so I guess just a follow up, kind of. I really enjoyed that you kind of said like you're you're tired. Like, I mean, it seems like COVID hit for a lot of you international athletes and just elite level athletes and everything got put on pause. And it almost seems like they're trying to pack in everything that was missed into like the last six months or maybe 18 months. And it, you know, yourself, Mia, any other international divers, it just seems like it's been nonstop. So I think it's, it's great for our young listeners to hear that sometimes, no matter if you do have future goals, it's okay to kind of take a step back, take a breath and say, I'm just going to worry about getting through today and then get through the next day and make it through and have a good semester. So I really, really admire that that's kind of where your headspace is. So thanks for sharing that. Yeah. And another thing is after, actually after Olympics, I took two weeks off. That was it. That was my summer vacation. Um, (laughs) I realized kind of fast that that was the most stupid thing I've ever done in my life. Um, because after a couple of weeks, I took a month off and I really needed that. And I've just been waiting for this season to end. Um, because I, yeah, you, it gets too much. You just need some time for yourself. Absolutely. Yep. For sure. So next one here I got for you, what advice would you give a young diver who wants to be great? (laughs) I think the never give up one is really good. And also you have to remember why you're doing what you're doing. Um, What's your goal and why are you at the pool every day? I think at some point you forget um, why you're doing what you're doing. And also if you have a goal, like my goal was always the Olympic. I was very like set on that. I was like, like nothing could like get in my way. Um, But I also think that at some point you have to also enjoy the ride there um be focused but also have fun on the way cool love it so we'll get into our signature questions now um we don't treat failure like it's a bad thing we treat failure like an opportunity for growth um in diving we have a whole lot of failures so what would you say is your favorite failure or your best opportunity (laughs) for growth um i would say that i'm still on that one um i this year for me has been uh i wouldn't say it's been a huge failure all in all because it's it's been good times too um but um this year has been some the hardest year in my life um i was not sure i would make it through this year at some point um but i had the team here that supported me and I made it through somehow <laughs> and it's been a little easier now in the, in the end uh, with the competitions and stuff. Um, but I think, yeah, I yeah, I think this year is going to be the year that I grow the most as a diver because it's the two weeks I took off after the Olympics. It was, it wasn't good um, for me. And I know that. And I think that's why I'm taking off more time now. Um, also I think not a lot of people know, and I think it's important to, um, take that up, but after the Olympics, about 25% of the athletes get, um, post Olympic depression. Um, and I think it's not talked about enough 
And I didn't even know that was a thing until afterwards. So I think that's, that is a very important um, part. And I think it's, um, yeah, you have to think about it, especially when you come back and how to come back and how long to take off. And then also hitting like that point of your like goal. It's just, what should I do now kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So coming back um, here and coming back for ACCs and NCAA this season, um, I was not myself and I was just like, I didn't know what I was doing this for. Like, as, as I said before, like I lost why I was doing this. I lost the, the happiness of diving altogether. And I think that's um, the most um yeah, I think that's my favorite failure so far. It's not my favorite sure. failure. <laughs> yeah. But I think I learned um, most from this year. Yeah, and Andrew Capabianco had a nice post about that as well. I know he mm-hmm. talked about that on his Instagram, and it, it does sound like it's a very real thing, um, and it's serious, and, you know, good for you for taking that time off, you know, after your initial two weeks off. You just kind of recognize, all right, I got to reset. I got to regroup. Um, so, yeah, excited to see kind of the, the growth going forward. Um, the next one I had here, I always ask whoever comes on, whatever avenue they come from, how can that place improve? Uh, for you being an international diver, I went that route and, and just kind of blanket statement. What can FINA, what can the international diving scene do to improve? Whether that's something good from the NCAA that could be over there or whatever, however you would like to take that. Um, so when I read this question, I was like, oh shit, what should I say? <laughs> like <laughs> I blanked. Um, but then I remember at uh, Worlds this year, we um because the prelims are so long. It's like we're we can be like around 50 divers and like it can take five hours to yeah. even get through like the prelims. So what they did this year was they split up the prelims. So we did like a prelim main and a prelim B. And I think I like I really like enjoyed it because it went a little quicker. Um, but it was also like the first time. So you like, I think you have to try it a little bit more time before, uh, anyone has, uh, opinion, opinion on it. Um, but I really think that was a really good move and I, they, they thought, um, that through very good. Um, but I do think we need to, um, try that out more. Yeah. Like, I like that a lot. Awesome. So, um, what is your favorite drill to do now? This can be water or dry land. It could be we've heard some interesting answers so you're not going to say anything <laughs> bad i promise um my favorite drill is uh actually just an inward one and a half um both from like one or three um we uh did that drill when i got here as a as a, like a lead up for inward two and a half pike uh i had that was the dive i had most issues with when i got here i didn't really make it around at all <laughs> and i still have issues with it um but to um, have the same start on one meter. I know some people do an inward double, which mm-hmm. I don't, <laughs> but I do an inward one and a half and I fly over and I get that start. Um, but there was still something missing um, from that because I didn't do the same start at one meter as I did do on two meter. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we did later on, we, uh, we did, uh, we added an inward one and a half on three meter too. Mm-hmm. And I really like that because then I get the speed from one meter and I get the balance from three meters to see like they both. So I like that a lot. Awesome. Awesome. What is the best advice you've given or received? 
I would say the breathing one. Um, and I also remember where I got it. Um, um, I went on my first uh, competition like out of Sweden. Um, it was in Dresden actually. <laughs> and I competed one meter, three meter and power on that meet. And I was sitting, I was doing some tower and I went over to Brian and he was like, yeah, you're not going to make it to the finals. Like you have no shot. And I was just looking at him like, I've never heard you say that ever. <laughs> so I was like crying and I was like so stressed. And he like told me about this like breathing technique, like breathe in, hold, like breathe into the square, like just calm down. Um, and I've just taken that one with me um, to all my other meets. That's awesome. Awesome. And then who would you like to hear us interview next? Um, I would say, I don't think you can go wrong with anyone on the Miami team. <laughs> Diver or a coach. Like, I don't think you can go wrong because I've, I know them all. And I just think they have a lot of great stories and everyone is just amazing. So I don't, I'm a little biased, but <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can go wrong that, that's okay no. there's nothing wrong with hyping your own team i love yeah, that abs- absolutely i we told uh we told mia this same thing i don't know how many of you on the team know this but did you know dario actually got named to the 100 greatest uh swimmers and divers of the last century for ncaa i think i think you mentioned that i think last week or something which is yep. just every, it's, every- it's so good Everybody I ever talked to about D2 diving says Dario was the greatest division two <laughs> diver ever, like not even close. So that's pretty cool that uh, you have those two wonderful coaches and we'll keep reaching out to them. I know we're trying to get Dario on um, here in the future, but uh, we will reach out to those people. Perfect. Um, so first, before we say thank you, um, just a reminder, man, it's two weeks away, um, September 23rd, 24th, 25th down in Moultrie, Georgia the uh, 2028 and beyond skills and coaches camp with Drew Johansson, Andrew Capo Bianco and Dr. Megan Nyer, as well as John Fox and Tom Gim down there at Moss farms. Um, Aaron and I will also be down there. We really hope to see as many people as possible. Um, and then Aaron, I think, um, I think that covers everything about the clinic. If I missed anything, you can say it on our way out. But uh, from me, thank you, Emma, for joining us. I really appreciate your time and keep enjoying your uh, break. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, so hit us up on Instagram. We are at the diving pod. Our email is thedivingpod at gmail.com. T-shirts and hoodies are for sale online at divingpod.itemorder.com. Enter dive pod at checkout. That's free shipping. Um, did want to say thank you again, Emma. It's always a pleasure to interview and talk with a Miami diver. You guys are building something pretty great down there. And it's, it's, it's awesome to see. It's cool for us also to see this big wave of international athletes. And I couldn't get any more of it, especially those big dives. I'm really excited for NCAAs, you know, winter nationals, just to see everybody kind of throw it all down. It's, it's building and it's getting very, very exciting. So thank you. All right, we'll see you next time.